What's up, guys? Brett Apley here from DailyFanMMA.com, back with another UFC Quick Picks on the Mayo Media Network. We have UFC 280 tomorrow. Makachev versus Oliveira in the main event. Sterling versus Dillashaw in the co-main event. 12 fights currently on the slate. Just one of the best cards of the year. I am very excited for this one. It is an early start, um, just an FYI, but uh, just stacked with good matchups throughout. So really looking forward to this one. As usual, going to give you my favorite cash game play, tournament play, salary play, and another tournament matchup I like on the slate. As usual, please subscribe to the channel. Really helps us out. Like the video and comment below. Let me know who you think is coming home with the titles. Obviously, if you can correctly predict uh, which fighters are going to win the lightweight and the bantamweight championships, I think you will definitely have an edge on the field this weekend. So always curious to hear your thoughts. Without further ado, let's move into my cash gameplay of the week, which is going to be Islam Makachev at 8.4K. All right, for cash games this week, I'm starting with the main event and the main event favorite, which is Islam Makachev. He is minus 190 to win against Charles Oliveira. And of course, I, I do think Oliveira is a live underdog here. I don't think he's... Um, incapable of winning this fight. Oliveira is just a super dynamic striker and submission grappler. He holds a UFC record for most finishes, holds a UFC record for most submission wins, and he's a massive threat. But Makachev um, is one of the best wrestlers in the sport today, and it's showing in the betting line that he has a very strong chance to win this fight at minus 190. And if that's the case, I think we know how it's going to look. He's going to land several takedowns, earn lots of control. He can land ground and pound. He's a, a very skilled submission grappler himself. Inside distance line of plus 100. So Makachev, I think, has a massive floor ceiling combination in a win. And if this was like minus 110, minus 110, then maybe, yeah, 8.4K, it, it, you don't need to lock Makachev in cash games, but it is a really big risk, I think, to avoid him. Um, if you really like Charles Oliveira on this slate, which I think is okay, I would lean toward him in tournaments rather than cash games because Makachev still going to be, both fighters will be popular in tournaments, but Makachev is going to be very, very popular. If you want to take a stand on Oliveira, tournaments is the place to do it. Oliveira will be popular, but still going to carry leverage against Makachev, who will be one of the highest owned fighters on the slate. And if Oliveira wins, I would expect it to come inside the distance. I would expect it to come either via knockout or submission, probably in the early rounds. And if Oliveira wins, I think he's got a great chance to end up on the optimal lineup. I'm definitely going to have exposure to Oliveira this weekend. I do think Makachev's going to win, and I am going to lean toward him with my personal exposure. But especially from a cash game perspective, Makachev, if he wins, he's probably scoring you know 100-plus points with 120 plus ceiling at an 8.4k at a heavy ownership it's i think a really really big risk to avoid him especially considering his betting line and style so i like makachev in cash games this week moving on to tournaments i'm going to mention kayo bahayo at 9k yes that is how you pronounce his name he is minus 210 to win against Mahmoud muradov and this is it's 
not not a huge risk, but there are other good fighters in this range, like Gamrod and Petrosian, and uh, right above him is Pyotrion and Mokayev. So I don't think Bahayo's a must play and is going to be like the, the chalkiest fighter on the slate, but I do think he at least has a path to a finish. And at a moderate ownership, I'm willing to target him in tournaments for sure at this price. Bahayo is a pretty skilled wrestler and submission grappler. He has a judo background. He's also very strong at like limiting exchanges on the feet with his karate style. And he's fighting Mahmoud Muradov, who's probably a better boxer than him and is going to want to keep this fight on the feet. Muradov won his first three fights in the UFC, got a couple knockouts. And maybe Bahayo can strike competitive, competitively with him, but that won't be the easiest path to victory. And Muradov definitely could win that fight. However, Muradov is coming off a submission loss to Gerald Mearshart, in which he gave up three takedowns, got tired, gave up a rear naked choke, and Bahayo has had like 20 minutes of back control in his last two matchups against Omar Godziev, who's on this card as well, and Petrosian, who's on this card as well. So coming off a win against Armin Petrosian, who's a skilled kickboxer, Bahayo landed four takedowns, pressured aggressively, uh, which I liked, got the fight to the ground, took the back, and just didn't get the submission. And if that happens once again, he's probably not scoring too well. Um, he only scored 77 points and 80 points in his first two UFC wins, which is why it's a risk to a degree. But if you're telling me Bahayo's going to uh, still attempt takedowns against a striker in Muradov with back take ability against an opponent who just was submitted via the rear naked choke... I do think there is submission potential here. Bahayos plus 180 to win inside the distance. That's a decent number. Um, and again, he's not going to be 45% owned. I'm, I'm thinking upper 20s, low 30s, something like that. So somewhat boomer bust, but I think a realistic path to, path to a finish. Grappling scores well on DraftKings. Definitely a fighter I like in tournaments this week. Moving on to my salary play of the week. I want to dive all the way down to 6.9K to talk about Sugar Sean O'Malley. Yes, I think Sean O'Malley does have a chance to beat Piotr Jan in this, I don't know what you call it, third fight from the top. It's another great fight. And obviously Jan, a for, uh, is he a former champion? Did he ever win the belt? Yeah, I guess so, against Corey Sonhagen. But... Um, uh, one of the best fighters in this division, regardless, and a fighter who is very skilled as a boxer and potentially could just take advantage of O'Malley's perceived weaknesses, perhaps on the ground. Uh, we've seen O'Malley hurt a bunch of times. So if Jan comes out here, boxes O'Malley up, takes him down, hurts him, wins this fight, I'm not going to be too shocked. But I like O'Malley at 6.9K because he's extremely cheap. And he does match up well with Jan on paper. O'Malley's a lot bigger than Jan, 5'11 versus 5'7. He has a 5-inch reach advantage. And his striking numbers are really, really good. O'Malley lands strikes at a higher clip than Jan. He's land strikes at a better accuracy than Jan, 62 to 53. Absorbs less strikes per minute than Jan. And has a better striking defense uh, thus far throughout his career than Jan. So should the fight play out on the feet, um, I definitely think O'Malley is live to at least make this competitive and perhaps win because Jan, this is not five rounds, remember, and, and Jan's cardio is a weapon where in three rounds, if he's starting slow against an opponent who's very, very difficult to hit to the head, I won't be surprised if O'Malley gets off to a lead. And if we see, again, if we see defensive wrestling issues or durability issues, so be it. But for 6.9K, 
I'm willing to take a chance. It's not like I love Malcolm Gordon on this slate or Lena Landsberg. You know, there's other high upside fighters toward the bottom of the 7K range, but you got to save salary somewhere, especially if you want to pay up to the top for fighters like whoever, Bahayo, Makayev. Um, and I think O'Malley has a sneaky chance to win this fight. We've seen him land like 200 plus significant strikes in a fight before. So he's got volume upside, not expecting to finish, not, expect to, not expecting takedowns from O'Malley, but a kind of a safe floor and a moderate ceiling in a win for this price. I like the salary savings on O'Malley at 6.9K. And finally, my tournament matchup of the week, I want to talk about Armin Petrosian, the aforementioned Petrosian versus AJ Dobson. Petrosian minus 210, Dobson plus 175. This fight is minus... 265 to end inside the distance and Dobson throughout his very short professional career has just kind of tried to kill guys as quickly as possible and he's had a lot of success doing it a really good athlete very powerful very aggressive fighting an opponent in Petrosian who's a, a more skilled kickboxer than him and Petrosian throughout his career has essentially been this fighter who has been forced to constantly defend takedowns and he gives up takedowns and he gives up his back and then he just survives and eventually comes back to win. Usually, he's coming off a loss, but you know he got taken down by Bahio last time out. He had to survive grappling exchanges, grappling exchanges with Gregory Rodriguez in his UFC debut. His contender series fight was the same. His regional tape was the same. And now he's fighting an opponent in Dobson who's not as skilled of a wrestler and is probably going to try and knock him out. And so Petrosian, I think, will get an opportunity to showcase his kickboxing skills even more against kind of a green regional talent who still needs to prove himself past round one. And without a finish, I don't think this fight's going to score super well, but it is minus 265 to end inside the distance. Dobson in a win, I would expect a huge score, uh, an early knockout or a submission, but probably a knockout. And Petrosian, if he wins, I'm expecting a lot of strikes. I'm expecting a knockout. Um, I think that's at least very viable. He's plus 105 to win inside the distance. I don't think he's going to be heavily targeted because he's only scored 81 and 28 points in his first two UFC fights. Um, at 9.1K, I think Petrosian is a very solid tournament option. And Dobson, another salary saver besides Sean O'Malley. Not as safe, but has a lot of fantasy upside. Probably won't be chalky. So, um, I'm expecting the winner of this one to put up a good score. Definitely one of my favorite matchups on the slate. All right, guys, that's it for this week's UFC Quick Fix. Thank you so much for the support. You can follow me on Twitter, Brett Appley, Double T, Double P, DailyFanMMA.com for all your DraftKings breakdowns. Posted like a two-hour podcast last night covering every single fight on the slate. If that interests you, again, best of luck in your contest. Take care. Stay safe. Talk to you soon. Peace. 